Just a quick note to say, on behalf of all of us here at the podcast, we dedicate this episode to one of the greatest drummers and lyricists of all time, Neil Peart. Thank you for all your work. What the hell number is this? God, I'm so unprepared. I'm so unprofessional. Matt Porter, why do you put up with me? Because <laughs> you're a powerful and attractive man. <laughs> That's true, Matt Porter. <laughs> Podcast 175. Click T-Shop in the house. Hey, guys. All right, Kiss Army. You wanted the best? You got the best. Now close your eyes. You're about to be podcast. Oh, it's podcast time again. You know it's an awesome thing. It's podcast time again. Jazz Mills is the only thing that brings us together. Wow. Welcome back to your podcast. I'm Ken Mills, one of your hosts here today, and today I'm joined by the Matt Porter. Happy New Year, Ken. Happy New Year of the Kiss Room, the one, Woo. the only. <laughs> and here we are, another year. You know what? It's uh, it's a great time, as always, to be a Kiss fan. A great time, always, to talk to you. Well, thank you, brother. Same here. Love you, and we're kind of celebrating a bit of an anniversary here, right? Is this the launch of like 14 years for the podcast or what? I believe so. We started in wow. 2006 and wow, it's been a fun long ride. Uh, we've been detailing the ins and outs, the sights, the sounds, and the smells of a rock band. And uh, <laughs> a little Spinal Tap reference there. <laughs> but it's it's been amazing and it's been a party. It's been research. It's been a lot of fun. And I got to meet people like you, Matt Porter, so I'm happy. Well, and think about that. I mean, back when the podcast started, like not, there was nothing else as far as Kiss podcasts. I mean, that's really it was the first one that I ever heard that was like just all Kiss podcasts. And I mean, of course, you know. And then I remember Cassius starting, and and that was I think it was like you and Cassius, and then there was a couple others others that died real quick. But uh, you know, yeah, it's it's a totally different landscape now. And then Kissery Science Theater, Podcast Rock City, the Kiss FAQ podcast, and Pot of Thunder. Shout it out loud podcast and kiss my wax and three sides of the coin and there's lots of them now rock and roll metal combat. I mean, all the, all the great podcasts. There's just so many decibel geek for God's sakes There's Cobras and fire. So many, so many folks love, love them all. And, uh, just think it's, it's, it's been a fun ride and, uh, but we are nowhere near our end of the road. Are we? Matt no, no, <laughs> The end of the road is a cul-de-sac, so that's uh, we're just going to keep going around and around and around. <laughs> like a record, baby, right exactly. round, round, round. So it's all good. So uh, it's, wow, here we are. Uh, who would have thunk it, Matt? We survived, and somebody out there is still saying, pod kiss, kiss room, I still say they stink, so... <laughs> It's great. I always look at us as the same show, but different. The podcast is a look back at the history of Kiss and what's going on at the time. 
And the Kiss Room is a live Kiss rock and roll party every month without fail. And it's fantastic. I mean, you've got the Kiss Room house band, for God's sakes. It's it's a wonderful oh, yeah. time. So if you're only listening to the Kiss Room, you need to check out the podcast. If you're only listening to the podcast, you need to check out the Kiss Room. So we're like we're like Reese's Cups, right? We're the two great tastes in one, you know. I think I think by this point, if anybody who is aware of the one and not the other, they really got to step up their game. Yeah, really. Glad to be part of this cool podcast kiss room family with you and that you know i i could say the same for gary and julian and brian cramp and craig cohen and ferk and everybody that's ever been part of this our own button queen everybody it's it's just it's just a blast and uh glad to be here today so we are kicking off a new year and we are kicking off something really cool right matt yes indeed now, for people who don't know what Click Tea Shop is, what would you say it is, Matt? You know what? I, I love to say it is the most kind of unique designs based on KISS and KISS-inspired themes and definitely the coolest artwork you're going to find. And it really is for the hardcore fans because they're li- almost like little inside kind of like not jokes, but like references that only real KISS fans would get. And I think that's what makes them so cool. So it's like the KISS shirts and KISS merch for the really hardcore KISS fans. Agreed, and and the designs are great, and like you said, it's something that only a Kiss fan's gonna look at and go, "Oh yeah, I know that yep. one, right?" You know, it's like a secret handshake, <laughs> exactly, exactly, <laughs> or a secret, you know, hey, whatever kind of shake, you know what I'm saying? Hot. <laughs> but today we are joined by the founder and the owner and the guy who makes it all happen from Click T's Shop. Please, sir, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Spangenberg. From Click Tea Shop. Hey, Ken. Hey, Matt. How you guys doing? Fantastic. We are doing great, and we are so glad to have you here today. And uh, we want to talk a little bit about how Click Tea Shop came to be, your personal kiss story, and just what what keeps this company going. And we have a big announcement towards the end of the episode. So. Let's let's you know before we talk about Click Tea Shop. Let's talk a little bit about your personal history. Where did it all start for you? What is your Kiss origin story? Take us back. Yeah, going way back to 1976. It, I remember it was a, the uh, bicentennial parade, and my mother and I had went up to uh, town to watch the parade. And afterwards, uh, we stopped by my, my aunt's house, which she lived uptown and uh, was very close to the parade. So we stopped over there, and my cousin was there, and he's like, you want to go upstairs and listen to a record, this Kiss? And and I was like, Kiss, I never heard of that. And then my aunt was like, oh, everybody knows Kiss. All the kids are, you know, love that band. And I was like, okay. So I went upstairs, and... You know, he popped on a Kiss record for me and uh, showed me the album cover, and I, I was blown away. It was actually the f- very first Kiss album, so I was really, you know, as soon as I heard it and saw the imagery, I was hooked. So instantly, I went to like going through rifling through magazines and anything that I could possibly find, like the Sunday paper with advertisements. 
I would cut out every single picture I could find about Kiss, and that started sort of my um, my love Kiss, and uh, my background was in you know in art and everything ever since I was uh, you know very young as well. So that was my thing. I was started drawing Kiss, and I would have I had tons of books just filled with illustrations of Kiss and um, all different things. I would draw them without their their makeup on too. <laughs> like just imagining what they would look like without their makeup way back then as well. So did you ever do that thing with double platinum where you uh laid a piece of paper down and yeah, did like an emboss thing? <laughs> no, you know, I I've seen people do that, but I I I know exactly what you're talking about. No, I never did that, but uh it, yeah, that's a cool album cover too. The artwork, all the artwork too, was like really inspirational too, for you know anybody that was into the arts field at that time because those album covers, like Destroyer and Love Gun and the Ken Kelly stuff, just phenomenal rock and roll all over. That's just amazing artwork, and I wish they never got away from that. Actually, I wish they, you know, all their albums were real cool artwork to continue down that road. The wonderful work of Dennis Wolick. Do you have any of your drawings from when you were a kid? Did you did you manage to save any of them? I do. I actually have some. I scanned them in, and I've posted them through my social before. But I I have lots of them. <laughs> lots scan, of them, yeah. So. Scan more of them. I love that kind of stuff. I do too. I love seeing other people's illustrations and stuff all the time. Of you know, people still doing it to this day, and you always see something new out there. It's great. You you kind of glossed over something, but I want to go back to it. When you saw that first album cover and you saw each distinctive face, what did you think and what were you being told? I just, I mean, I, I know they make the comic book references uh, at the, you know, to all of them being like superheroes and stuff, but I never really caught on to that, but they sort of sort of attached themselves to that. I just thought, it, you know, as sort of, outlandish and very cutting edge and, and and the musics fit in very well with their imagery too and my favorite kiss too is um all the early early stuff i love seeing like rare pictures of them in the leather and everything even before they you know got into their costumes i, I just love seeing that stuff and where they were experimenting with their makeup and, and everything and it kept constantly evolving at that time, like in the early 73, 74, I just love that stuff. Yeah, because you'd like get whiplash when you'd see like uh, an early picture of Paul in the bandit makeup, right? Oh, yeah. And like we couldn't understand why Peter's makeup changed so much mm -hmm. really fast succession. It was just weird as, as that was happening, you know, almost in real time. You'd see these magazines and it was it was great. Now, did you have any idea that this one was supposed to be this and this one's supposed to be that? Or like what did the star mean to you? What did this makeup mean to you? Did did any of that like visually jump out at you? Well, it, it all jumped out at me. And I mean, obviously like it, it represented each one of the members of the band. I mean the, I was always attracted to Gene as the demon, I, you know, and I still is Gene has always been my favorite. Uh, I just, I just loved all that crazy dark, you know, sort of over the top demon stuff, and you know, even like the stuff that 
you know, Ozzy was doing to it later on, but it, you know, like that whole genre of like just shock, you know, and demonic, and it was something that you couldn't do. I mean, I went to a Catholic school, so <laughs> it was, it was just like, you know, you needed to pick something out that was completely <laughs> the opposite, right? Yeah. I, I dig that. Um, it's same reason I kind of got into Black Sabbath because it was like I was raised in church and it was like these guys got to be really cool. Because <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it, it, at the time too, you're like, wow, this is really dangerous. And you look at it now and you're like, uh, they're not really at all <laughs> demonic compared to some of the, the the really heavy metal stuff that is out now. You know, like the death metal. <laughs> Could you imagine like some of the death metal stuff that if it came back out <laughs> in 1973? <laughs> you know, see, it's funny because I always think about that when we were young, you know, you'd get those lectures in Sunday school about how Kiss was bad and this and that and the other. And, you know, you shouldn't be listening. And, and yeah, like you said, there was, there's stuff that's about a billion times worse. I don't know about that. So it's, uh, you know, it was but it was always oh Kiss. And then, you, you know. You'd hear that, oh, it was Knights and Satan service. I never believed it, so I never, I still don't. Right. Right. So, Ed, tell us a little bit about Click Tea Shop. What is Click Tea Shop, and why should a KISS fan care? Well, the Click Tea Shop is sort of my tea shop that I started, but it started on, you know, on a whim because it was something that I wanted. You know, I was like, seeing all this imagery and stuff that really represented the band, but uh, it was nothing that they were doing in any of their merchandising. And so on a whim, I sort of, you know, I, I, I discovered, you know, with Facebook, I discovered that there was all these groups, you know, kiss groups on online. And I, you know, I was like, wow, here I am. I'm being reinvigorated again with, you know, seeing, photos and information on kiss and it sort of re-sparked my interest in the band as well again and then of course at this at that time too you i discovered all the podcasts and i discovered you guys and i discovered a lot of other podcasters as well and so that again reinvigorated my love for the band and i wanted to you know keep on listening and i've heard and it, it just grew my as well as you know the imagery but it it grew my knowledge too of uh, things that i never knew and um with that it sort of sparked the idea of like why don't i just create a t-shirt based upon something that I, that i would like you know out of just being selfish as a fan that i've never seen so i started off with the uh the demon skulls t-shirt and uh, i put it out there on facebook uh, just putting it out there, seeing what people's reaction would be. And I think I had like a hundred likes within the first day of people going, wow, that's so awesome. That's so cool. You know, I want, I want it, I want it, you know? So then that sort of sparked the, uh, the, you know, the train to get going. And then from there, um, I created like the Catman Michigan sh uh, shirt, which was Peter Chris's, um, it was a jacket that he wore uh, at the Cadillac, Michigan in 1975. And uh, I think it was actually Loretta who created the the design or something 
or not Loretta, or L- Lydia, Chris, who created that uh, look and feel of that cat. So I would, I spent a lot of time like going through research, looking at pictures, trying to figure out like the dimensions of things. And, you know, my background is in design and illustration and advertising. So that's what I did. I do, I do for a living. And so I combined all that, those efforts to really, you know, start this up with the shop as, you know, like a side project, which I've always wanted. I wanted to always create, um, a merchandise shop which would generate revenue and it, it all seemed to make sense for me as a fan and like I said the reaction from the the people on Facebook sort of set me down this path but everything that I've done too like all the shirts and this stuff I just don't you know go out and try to just slap something on a shirt I, I really go into the research of it what is the meaning behind it what is um the history of you know, what I'm going to do with this, and I've you know created a whole uh, T-shirt line based upon that. And um, to this day, I still have tons and tons of ideas that I, I continue to go down the road with, and uh, I don't see any end in sight for ideas and you know fans that want to see more from this uh, shop. Well, you mentioned the demon skull and the cat and then there's wings that ace wore for a while right yeah 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 that one's a great one there's a lot of fans that don't pick up on this stuff right like it's weird but then there's people like matt and me and gary and julian and all of us that are just like oh yeah that's it that's the we actually would prefer to get these things sometimes than another picture of kiss that we've seen uh, marketed to death over and over and over and over again. Wouldn't right. you agree, Matt? You know, it's actually funny that you'd say, you know, it's kind of tying a couple threads. You talked about going to Catholic school. If you walked into church wearing a Cadillac cat shirt or the, you know, the ace wing shirt, nobody would know you were wearing a kiss shirt in church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I call I call it subliminal propaganda. That's what it is. <laughs> Woo! So, Matt, do you have a favorite? I know there's too many to pick from, but what are some of your favorite shirts that Ed has done over at Click Tea Shop? Well, you know what? I, I ordered uh, one of the Cadillac Cats right away, and then I have also the Wings shirt that Ed gave me when I saw Ace at um, in uh, up in uh, Scranton over the summer. And then the one that I just got was the Phantom of the Park, uh, the Apes or the Wolfman, and uh, which was uh, I just bought that and I actually wore that in Disney World, so I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome! That's perfect. I always call them were apes, <laughs> right? Because they're a cross between <laughs> werewolves and <laughs> apes at the same time. So. <laughs> And I mean, that, that shirt specifically has such a cartoon vibe. I love with the illustration that you made because it totally captures the comic book vibe of it. But also, they, obviously, it looks just like what, you know, you see in Phantom of the Park. Uh, I love that shirt. That's a really, it's a great design. And uh, I got it printed on blue. So it's really, you know, it's a Kiss shirt that's not black, which is probably 99% of my Kiss shirt. So. Mm-hmm. And the blue gives it that uh, Donruss card wrapper. Blue. <laughs> yeah, it really pops. Yeah. That's, I never, th- I never thought of it. That's very cool. 
so there's a lot of great designs that Click T Shop has that you're not going to find anywhere else. And you've kind of like picked up the pennies that people have let fall through the cracks, right? Like you have <laughs> literally found a great niche market that KISS fans have been kind of hungry for for a very long time. I know that when I first saw that Demon one, I was like, oh, why didn't I think of that? And then I saw the Cat one, and I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? You know, And, and that's what, and that's what exactly what I would say, too. And I'm like, why didn't, why doesn't, you know, KISS figure that out? Why didn't, you know, why didn't anybody say, let's do a Wicked Lester t-shirt, you know? Why not? Yeah. Or Ace's smoking guitar. It's like, it doesn't have to say Kiss. It doesn't have to say Ace really on it. But people know right away when they see a smoking guitar that it's, you know, relevant to Kiss and it's relevant to Ace really. Mm-hmm. Now, now this next question may seem a little weird, but you've seen your shirts pop up all over the globe. And you've seen uh, so many different people wearing these who is like someone that really surprised you that like, whoa, that dude's wearing my shirt. I, I mean, honestly, like all of them that I've seen, you know, pop up there, like people, the, the, uh, here's a really good story. And it wasn't, so, it wasn't anybody famous that was wearing it, but it is a really good story. Um, So, I forget. I'm sorry. I forget the guy's name, but he went to see a Kiss concert, and he went backstage. Right, and this is right at the time that I released the Sam uh, T. Serpent shirt, and he wore that shirt. He got the meet and greet and with Kiss, and he wrote to me. The whole story was that he went back there, and uh, Paul Stanley recognize sam the serpent and he was like i gotta see this shirt so paul stanley and then gene comes over eric uh singer and tommy thayer and all the band were looking at the shirt and you know in awe of it and then he sent me a photo of him with the band and paul stanley is pointing at the shirt which kind of blew my mind that was i mean i've had other you know famous people wear my shirts too but you know, having that was, and them recognize it, the kiss themselves recognizing it and, you know, paying attention to it sort of like, you know, put me back in my seat. And I'm like, how mm -hmm. cool is that as a fan? You know, that, that's sort of like was the, the holy grail of like, wow to me. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, and I love how the rock and roll residency, the talismans, whatever you call them, the Gene Simmons band or the Ace Frehley band, <laughs> right? Ryan Spencer Cook, Phil Schaus, and Jeremy Asbrock. I mean, Jeremy is one Jeremy's, of the greatest. I mean, yeah. he is a walking commercial for Click T Shop. Right. Well, that's a, a little story in itself too. Like, and when I first started the shop, I really, I think I maybe had like two or three shirts like i mentioned the uh the demon skull the ace eagle wings and uh the Catman uh michigan tea and jeremy saw it on uh on facebook or something and he bought one of my shirts and i can see from my back office from my shop like when the orders were coming in and i had knew of jeremy and i saw that he bought a shirt and so like i be I went on Facebook and I, I pinged them and I said, Hey, Jeremy, is that you that bought 
one of the shirts and he said yes and he said um I, as soon as i saw that shirt he goes and i was touring with he, he was good touring with gene simmons he said i knew that was going to be my tour shirt so then that was another wow moment like wow what an honor it is you know to have jeremy asbrock wearing my shirt standing right next to gene simmons on stage <laughs> and it that completely blew my mind and of course then he ended up uh, the whole entire band started wearing my shirts, and then uh, moved, uh, they all moved on to you know joining with Ace Freely, and then and of course he's wearing the uh, the Ace Eagle Wings T-shirt standing next to Ace, which is you know phenomenal as well. So I couldn't ever thank him enough, and we've become very good friends over the years, and keep in touch and talk with those guys. All those guys in the band are very, you know, and I ended up actually making a uh, shirt for them as well. The band, I made the first talisman shirt for them, which is another thrill as well. Mm -hmm. I love that shirt. It's so fantastic. Right now I'm at clicktshop.com right now. And there's a couple different kinds of collections you have right now. I'm looking at the men's classic tees. And they have them for everybody, folks. But just looking at the at the, the at the array at the catalog that you'll find at clicktshop.com, I'm looking. You've got the smoking guitar. You've got the demon skull, the dragon face, the eagle wings, Sam T. Serpent. How cool is that, man? Oh, I love that, and especially I think I love that story the way you're saying because you know when the guys and kids would see it, it is a very unique design, but it's something that's been with them for so long that they had to be thrilled by that. Mm-hmm. You've got the Love Gun Riser, the famous Kiss Shakara sign, Peter's tattoo. <laughs> right. That is so cool. The Wicked Lester shirts. There's just so many. The talismans, both the band and the actual from the movie talismans. And you've got the Wear Ape shirts or the Wear Monkeys, right? That's so, so, <laughs> so cool. You've got a Space Invader, a New York Groove, and Abner Devereaux's gun, right, Matt? How cool is that? It's very great, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> and and one that is so such a deep cut. When you talk about deep cut, there's two of them that really jump out at me. There's the demon bat that Gene wore so early and so rarely that in you have to be like a super Kiss fan. And the other one is Ace's mother's shirt. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Yeah, there's this picture of Ace, and he's in makeup, and he's wearing this shirt that says Mothers. And uh, you were able to basically give us that little piece of history that no one else ever probably would have. And it's just so cool. Yeah, I completely did that one on a whim. I was just like, I just always, that photo was like from like 1974, Mother's Music uh, Emporium from Nashville, Tennessee, which Mother's closed down shortly after it in like the 73 or 74. And um, just that, those famous photos of Ace, like you're looking at those photos, just how crisp they are to this day. Like whatever, how they shot them, it was just the lighting was perfect. And you have Ace putting on his makeup and he's wearing that t-shirt. And I was, I was just like, I, again, I was like, I just want that for myself. I want that other shirt, you know? So I recreated the artwork and everything and I put it on the t-shirt design and I put it out there and I was like, yeah, I don't care if anybody buys it. You know, it, it doesn't, you know, 
I'm doing it for myself because <laughs> mm. I wanted it so bad, you know. And then uh, it, it just took off, and people love that shirt. They love that shirt. Absolutely. Remember, folks, go to clickteshop.com. Now, Ed, I asked you to pick a couple songs because Kiss Live is where it's at, right? I mean, there's just something about a Kiss Live track, and I asked you to pick one of your favorite Kiss Live songs so we could play it on the show. Where are you taking us? Where am I taking us? I, you know, I, I, my first song that I ever heard from Kiss was uh, Let Me Know. So I love the live version. That If we can listen to that, that would be great. All right, well, without further ado or further ado, here's Let Me Know from KISS Live.
that was Let Me Know. A great track, great choice. Do you have a favorite Kiss album? I do. And the reason why is, again, I always go back to nostalgia and things that happened with my, you know, my history. Um, I saved up, you know, all my money when I was a kid just so I can go out and buy my first album. And the very first album that I bought was actually Kiss Alive 2. And mm. to this day, I, you know, just because of that, you know, relationship with, you know, earning all your, your money to put enough money together to go and buy that album. Like, remember having that all the money stuffed in your pocket and then the change <laughs> and going down to the record store and plopping it on the, you know, the counter and walking away with that, that Kiss record, which I still own and I still have it. Uh, so Kiss Alive 2 is my, you know, go-to and probably one of my favorites as well. Yeah, Alive 2 was such a great package. I'll never forget going over to Greenville, Pennsylvania and going to James Way and getting that. And I got it home and it skipped. And that was the first record that I realized I could take back and not necessarily have to return everything that was in it. <laughs> that's good. That's a good move. <laughs> <laughs> so extra tattoos, extra tour book, life was good for young Ken Mills. Matt, just curious, because it always changes with us, what's your favorite Kiss album right now? You know what, I, I was just listening to Rock and Roll Over this morning. I think it's always my kind of go-to. It's, you know, it's, every song is great. And, like, even tying back to what we were talking about earlier, the cover on that is, I think, the greatest illustration of the band of, of their entire catalog. There's something about that illustration that is just always takes me to a, a very good place. I've been listening to that album a lot too, and Dressed to Kill. So that's those to, are my top two. Yep. Yeah, today that's it for me. I usually say <laughs> alive, but today that's that's it for me. So we were talking about what's available at clickteashop.com, and there's another entire line you have that is so cool. And it can be instant kiss cosplay if you want it, if you want to wear it on casual Friday. It's it's a bold statement. And these are KISS costume tees. And what these are is <laughs> they are actual <laughs> costumes that KISS wore in the form of a T-shirt. Like, I'm surprised you don't have one for just Paul Stanley and it's just, uh, just chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, the story behind these ones is kind of interesting, too, because... None of them, none of the costume shirts existed. And with the the way that printing uh, is happening now, and it's digital, you can do full panel. So it means mm. not just, you know, a certain area of the T-shirt. It means from the top all the way to the bottom and all the way out that you can create these designs and put them on a T-shirt. So I was like, oh, wow, that'd be great if I created a couple costume ones. This would be so awesome. And so I created, you know, the line of costume shirts, and they went over very well, and they still sell very well, as, uh, too. So, And I always see people going to, like, KISS conventions. A lot of the people wear these shirts as well. But then somebody took the, my idea and then put uh, – put a line of other ones out there but what they did which i was from the beginning was never gonna do was 
they did put the chest hair on there and they did put Paul Stanley's hairy chest. And I was like, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> you know? Or Gene Simmons's chest or Peter Chris's chest. I was like, nah, it's kind of weird, you know, it was just too weird for me. So I just stuck with wherever it was chest. It's, it's black. So. Mm. So I'm over here at clicktshop.com forward slash costume tees. And you've got the love gun Peter Chris costume, basically. And you've got the kind of describe it. It's the bandoiler one, right? Yeah. Yeah. The bandoliers. Yeah. And uh, he's got the belt that he had and everything. And then you've got a a vast array of the Ace Fraley thing. There's everything from the very first album with like the weird lightning bolts going up right. to a mountain and it's got the the thing around ace's neck and then you've got what i always used to call the pizza box outfit the hotter than hell one because it just looked weird you know now yeah. i look back and it looks classic but at the time i'm yeah. like that looks weird and painful to wear but <laughs> it's the hotter than hell one with the yeah the dots and the belts and everything and Mm -hmm. uh and no nothing nothing below this line right here that's for concept purposes and uh then you've got the uh destroyer costume and the love gun costume for him as well and right on up through the dynasty costume so you've got the cool space looking thing there and then you've got the demon love gun costume as well with the chains and everything it's it's just so cool with the addition of some blood too Yes, (laughs) Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of my favorite shirts are the Shikaro one, just because what it means to us as KISS fans. Sure. And the Michigan T for the Peter Chris one is amazing. And I've got to get one of the uh, wolf men, the uh, wolf monkeys or wolf apes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I could seriously just buy just about any of these shirts in your line and i wear click t-shop t-shirts with pride it's definitely cool why thank you not only that matt i know that you can go with me on this though i am a much bigger guy and getting smaller every month but it's nice to be able to get some shirts that you can wear I do I do appreciate the big sizes because yeah. I'm a larger than life size man. <laughs> exactly. Fantastic. That's the way to put it. Some well, people wear, you know, XL, some people wear 2XL. I wear LOL, so it's just uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so there are shirts for people of all sizes and KISS fans of all sizes. And you've got, like I said, everything from Wicked Lester to the the boot, Gene's famous boot, and it's it's fantastic. And the smoking guitar is so cool. I, I could go on and on and on about this. What was the first time you saw Kiss, Ed? Oh, um, let me get this correct. I think it was it was the it was Ozzy Crew and uh, Wasted. Oh, that was my first concert. But the first Kiss concert was the Lick It Up one. That's what it was, yeah. And uh, without their makeup. And it was such a bummer because I really, really wanted to see them without, with their makeup on. And my first concert, of course, is, you know, Vinnie Vincent <laughs> and Eric Carr. So I never saw the original members play until 
like the 1996 reunion, but that was my first concert. And I remember I was like 16 years old and the group that I was with were like, we're going to the front of the stage. And now we're, we were like way in the back. And then we all pushed ourselves all the way up to the front of the stage. Just unbelievable. And what an experience it was. And I just remember when June, Gene Simmons blew the fire, you know, and it felt like your face was melting off because it threw so much heat and being so close, you know, to the stage at that time was just like, it was incredible. And, you know, of course it was an amazing show, but where was Ace? That was the question. <laughs> mm, right. <laughs> but that was a hell of a show. I remember seeing yeah. that uh, in Cleveland, Dayton and Pittsburgh. Those wow. were fun times. Well, that, that was the thing back then, right? Like, a, it didn't cost $300 to go see a right. band. It was $15 and it was cool, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. and we would like kind of schedule our work around when Kiss was touring. And that's, that's not something I'm making up. That's, that's a reality. That's so cool. One of the things is because we did seasonal work, Kiss was usually touring in the wintertime. And so it was, it was great. Like that's one of my big memories is driving through three feet of snow in Cleveland, Ohio <laughs> to go see kiss. And I remember that night. I remember when they told us on WMMS that Vinny, the whiz Vincent was taking Ace's place for the night and they hadn't yet officially announced, you know, that that had happened. Right. And that's, that's the same experience as I had. It was like, Oh, he's just filling in for Ace, you know, and uh, little did we know that he took over but that tank is such a great stage and it was yeah. wonderful on the creatures tour and it was i feel even cooler on the uh lick it up tour i loved how they made it almost look like it was going to roll into the front of the of the audience you know right i love that yeah and honestly like it's funny that you had met, mentioned the tank that's actually my next t-shirt that i'm coming out with Yes. I mean, their, so their tour shirt was at an actual tank. And I was like, well, that's not what they used on stage. And so I actually created a, uh, an illustration of the, the stage tank that appeared. And it has Eric Carr standing up on the top where he's raising his stick up in the air. But I tell you what, this one is killer. It's coming out really great. I spent a lot of time uh, on this uh, design and when you see it, it's going to blow your mind because it's really cool. Very, very mm -hmm. cool shirt. That's awesome. It's going to be called War Machine. Oh, yes. Okay, this is cool. I'm in. I'm in. How about you, Matt? <laughs> that sounds fantastic. That's right. Here's one of our favorites here. It's Kiss with War Machine live.
Love that version with Eric Carr. So we've got a couple announcements. The first one, during our recent Wicked Lester shows here on the podcast, what did you think of that one? Oh, I loved it. it, it the, the three of them all together were, were fantastic. I mean, I, I, I was mentioning earlier, too, that I think that it should be some kind of like uh, biography with your voiceover and imagery going up to with it, tied in with it. It, it was just phenomenal. I loved it. Maybe we could get Matt Porter to do the voiceover, but I don't know if I can afford him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> For what? What do you want? I'm doing everything more. You know that. What did you think of the Wicked Lester episodes, Matt? Well, you know what? What struck me when you think about it is they are so young at the time. I mean, it's like, you know, it's it's like almost like digging back into somebody's, uh, you know, home videos in a way because they're so young and there's their music, you know, it reflects they're just getting started. And I mean, you guys really analyze it to the point where some of it I'm thinking, I don't think they think about the music as much as you guys put in the effort of uh, discussing those songs from that time. Um, it's just the Wicked Lester stuff is so different. You know, it's like they, obviously it was very early 70s they're coming out of kind of being you know almost like a hippie vibe and it's just like i think what is really interesting is the idea that somehow they managed to make the shift from what they were doing in wicked lester to what we got as the first kiss album and you wonder really what was that spark was it adding ace and peter was it bill of coin sean delaney i mean where how do you jump from that wicked lester stuff to kiss exactly i know that one of the realizations that i had is that everything is so well thought out that they're doing that basically they've learned what not to do and that's how we got kiss but i mean to turn it up so much i mean that's that's what's so incredible even then when you hear like when you think about that time frame from when they recorded that demo to when you start hearing the eddie kramer demos obviously we didn't hear them at the time but you start to hear what they had in their mind and you say to yourself, like, wow, they, they really, you know, somehow they got this bug that we should just be much heavier. And even if you think about it, if they hadn't decided to wear the makeup, if they had just come out and, and been guys, you know, in their cool, you know, suits or whatever, the, the sound was so different. And I think that's really what's fascinating is when you listen to those, you know, and you go like, you know, that was kind of a jump. So it's just, uh, but interesting. I actually, I enjoy listening to that wicked Lester stuff. Just really, you know, I think you guys kind of mentioned as kind of like from a historical point of view, you like, you listen to it and you say, you know, gee, how do they make that jump from, uh, what they were doing into kiss or a historical point of view. Historical. There you go. Come on, man. Get with it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everything's kiss. Everything's kiss. Every you remember what Ace said on uh, Tom Snyder. Kiss, everything, kiss through, everything is kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But Ed, you have a Wicked Lester T-shirt up on ClickTShop.com. Ed, tell us all about how you did a contest for this Wicked Lester shirt. Right. I mean, uh, the first episode I heard that you did of the Wicked Lester, you know, that you put together, I was just blown away. So I was like, I got to reach out, you know, to Ken. And I'm like, I got to, you know, hook him up with, you know, doing a, a shirt giveaway and we'll give away a, a Wicked Lester shirt. So the contest went over very well. We got a lot of entries and and then we we picked the winner at the end uh, from a random drawing. And our win winner's name is Christine Wolf. And we reached out to Christine, and she was so uh, happy to win this shirt and so excited. So we, 
you know, we love hooking up fans of both our shows, you know, podcasts, uh, the Kiss Room, and and Click Tea Shop. I love hooking up the fans, and I can't wait to. She said that she was sending a a photo of herself in the shirt, so that it makes me happy as well. And it, it, it's great to connect with you guys and do drawings like this. It's it's always fun. We look forward to doing that in the future as well. As a matter of fact, maybe at the end of this episode, what do you think? Hell yeah. Let's do it. All right. Well, congratulations to Christine the Button Queen Wolf. Thank you very much. Uh, She will love that, and she will be sporting that probably at the Rockin' Pod. Right, Matt? You figure (laughs) she'll be sporting that thing. Absolutely. We're already looking forward to 2020. That's right. Do you have a favorite Kiss tour, Ed? Since we've talked about how you started out with the Lick It Up tour, do you have a favorite tour that you got to see? Uh, it, I mean, it's easily got to be the 1996 tour uh, with them coming back and with all the original members and the makeup on and everything at Philadelphia. So when the first night, I had a, a really good friend that lived here and I went to school with, and then he moved actually to Arizona. But at the time when we had just graduated from school, we were both, you know, always talking about Kiss and everything. And we knew that they were coming back. So instantly we were like, let's go to the show. So we went to the first show the first night. And, you know, it was just, you know, I almost like seeing it and, and being blown away. It, it almost like brought it, it, it was just chills going through my body. I was just like so blown away by it, you know, and seeing them. And it's like, oh, my God, we stepped back in time. And there they are. There's they're all in their makeup and everything. And, you know, I got choked up a couple of times. I was like, wow, you know, like what an experience. And then, and of course, like as soon as we we left, we knew there was a second show. So we we looked at each other and we're like we're back tomorrow. <laughs> so we, we went back and saw the second show. <laughs> so that was, uh, what a great time. And that live show was just my favorite. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, we asked you to pick a couple songs. You want to give us another live cut? Yeah. I, you know, I was thinking since my favorite album is alive too, I would love to hear, um, making love off of alive too. All right. Well, here we go. Without further ado or further ado, it's time to make a little love. No, I don't like that. That's kind of... (laughs) (laughs) Here's Kiss with making love.
lucky we're doing this by audio, not in person. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, Ed. Play your cards right, right, man. Right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all right. So we have a huge announcement, and Matt, I know you're excited about this. You know I'm excited. Feel my nipples, right? We're excited about this. Here we are. Hot. The Podkist and the Kiss Room are teaming up with Click Tea Shop. And that means not only will Ed be sponsoring our shows, but on top of that, you will be able to buy Podkist t-shirts and Kiss Room t-shirts at clickteashop.com. It'll be your one-stop shop for Kiss Coolness. What do you think, Matt? Woo! That's fantastic. I mean, obviously, look, already all the most hardcore fans are the ones who listen to podcasts, and the most hardcore fans are the ones who are buying the awesome designs from the Click Tea Shop. Sounds perfect, because we already know. We already know all the coolest fans. Now we want to know all the rest of the coolest fans. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So starting mid-January, full guns ablazing, we will be at Click Tea Shop. So if you didn't want to mess with Redbubble, here you go. And we <laughs> seriously, this is something that Matt and I believe in because if you look through our wardrobe, you will find Click Tea Shop shirts on our bodies or in our closets, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's great because you also got to team up with uh, Eric Carr's family. You want to tell us a little bit about that real quick? Yeah, that whole relationship started way back uh, at the New New Jersey Kiss Expo a couple of years ago. Loretta, uh, Eric's sister, was actually, her booth was set up right next to mine. And uh, we just hit it off. We had talked a long time during, you know, the expo and everything. And uh, she loved my stuff that I was creating. And at the end of the, uh, the whole expo, she came to me and she said, would you create a, you know, a shirt for Eric? And that sort of spun the whole thing off. And we still talk on a like weekly basis. And um, we have many other ideas that we're working on as well for the remembrance of Eric Carr. So there'll be a lot more stuff that we'll put out this year as well. So I'm really excited about that. And, you know, I've been always excited about that relationship. It's been great. And it's, it's really cool. Cause you've currently got the God gave rock and roll to you shirt yes. that Eric wore in the video and mm-hmm. it, Bruce Kulick has been wearing it and Carrie Stevens has been wearing it. And it's so fantastic. There's been a great response to this. So check that out. Go over to clickteashop.com and you can get an Eric Card God Gave Rock and Roll to You long sleeve t-shirt. And it is fantastic. I can't say enough good about the quality of this merchandise. And we should also mention that Click Tea Shop is not just t-shirts. No, 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 Matt. You can get stickers, you can get socks, you can get trucker hats, you know, so if you want a Shakara trucker hat, you can get it. And it's it's very cool, and it's so exciting. And Matt, I know you will be wearing Click T-Shop's stuff, especially now that there's a Kiss Room and Podkiss shirt that you can get there. This is going to be great. It's the best of both worlds, right? Absolutely. Very good. Well... We want to thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for joining us, Ed. Oh, thank you, guys. And I really appreciate it. I'm really excited about our, you know, mutual connection here with doing stuff for Click T Shop. And, too, like, not 
you know, it's not only, you know, I'll, what I'll do for you guys is, you know, not only the T-shirts, but why not do a trucker hat? Why not put you guys on socks and mugs and whatever else? We'll hook it all up. And then that way your your, your fans, your listeners will have, a, you know, a, a bunch of options to choose from so they can support you guys as well. So maybe we can get some podcast or kiss room lingerie going at some point. A uh, hell yeah. <laughs> the fall. Woo! The Paul Stanley thong. There you go. <laughs> but just think, if you've ever wanted to walk on Matt or me, you can get some Kiss Room socks or Podkiss socks and walk all over us. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> all right. Very good. Now, we got a contest we're going to do. I want you to set the perimeter. What do our, our what do our listeners of both the Podkiss and the Kiss Room have to do to win the prize of your choice, sir? What, what's, the, what's the contest? Um, the, the, here's what we'll do. The, if you go to clickteashop.com, just click on the uh, contact us page. It's right up in the menu. Put in either the podcast or the kiss room into the subject area. You'll be entered into the contest. And what I'll do is one of the lucky listeners or people that enter the contest will win the new Eric Carr uh, War Machine t-shirt that hasn't been released yet and they'll have the first one of its kind see matt i'm I'm clapping over here because you get that you get that on the kiss room i can't do that that's awesome often. that it really is awesome seriously we love that i look forward to getting that one myself so there you go folks head over to clickteashop.com and you'll be hearing advertisements with matt and myself telling you to go to clickteashop.com. And so do that, and uh, it, this is going to be a wonderful marriage made in hell. No, heaven. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> but since it's hard rock, I thought I'd go hell, you know. <laughs> Seriously, thank you for coming on the show today. Matt Porter, love you. Love being on the mic with you, and uh, can't wait to see you again at this year's Rock and Pot. It's going to be fantastic. 2020, the year in which we all see clear, right? It's going to be Rock and Pot 4, back for more. That's right, baby. All right, well, we will see you on the next episode of The Podkist and The Kiss Room. Love you guys. We will see you all, and happy 14, right? Happy New Year! Woo! <laughs> All right, we will see you. Thanks, Ed. Thank you, guys. Happy New Year's. Thanks, Ed. And that is our show. Thanks again for listening. Be sure to check us out on the web at www.podcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook and on iTunes. If you'd like to contact the podcast, please drop us a line at podcast at gmail.com. Big thanks to Julian and everyone at kissfaq.com. They've got great information there and a terrific message board, too. Thanks also to Keith LaRue and everyone else at Kiss Online for their great work representing the hottest band in the land. And as always, a big thanks to Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, Ace Fraley, Peter Chris, Vinnie Vincent, Bruce Kulick, Eric Singer, Tommy Thayer, and the memory of the late, great Eric Carr, and the late, great Mark St. John. You are Kiss, and we are your army. Podcast is created by the Kiss Army for the Kiss Army, and it is available for free as an internet download. If you like what you hear on our show, go buy it and support the people who made it. Podcast is not affiliated with Kiss or any of its members, past or present. On behalf of myself, Ken, and the whole rest of the Podcast crew, thank you for listening to Podcast, the Kiss fanzine for your ears. Yeah.
Hello. Hello, Matt. What's this up, is Matt? Darth Vader. Well, I got an advanced screening, and we find out who Jar Jar Binks' father is, and that's it's pretty exciting. <laughs> Visa not be in the movie. <laughs> Visa never coming back. <laughs> what was the other thing we find out for sure that Chewbacca is a Wookiee? That was my other spoiler, and <laughs> and I am gonna go out on a limb, but somebody's using the Force in this one. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler i live in the world of spoilers because uh i am now all digital i don't know if i'll ever go to the movie theater ever again like yes i hear you well do i want to sit there and some jack wagons on his phone and this person's talking to his buddy and this person's an asshole. And then it's like, it's the other way is like, Oh, you don't understand. They got these kick-ass movie theaters now that like, man, you, you got a recliner and Oh, it's just, and I've even seen beds. Seriously. I've seen like, and it's like, if I want to fucking take a nap, I will fall asleep (laughs) as soon as I get in there. I know I will. And, uh, then it's kind of creepy. Like you're laying there and somebody's just walking by looking at you laying down. (laughs) That is just, it's almost like being at the beach. And then the other side of it is, Oh, we have these movie theaters where you can get, alcohol and have a complete fucking meal i don't want to sit there like eating ribs (laughs) and like what did he just say (laughs) i don't even like to watch movies at home while i'm eating popcorn or something that's one thing you know yeah it is kind of weird to think about it yeah and it's strange because what hollywood and the movie theater apparatus or industry doesn't seem to realize i got like a 55 fucking inch tv and a recliner and the food i want and i don't have to put anyone that talks in my house will get shushed well i mean if the movie theaters are dying, so they're doing whatever they can to get, you know, people back in there, you know, with the reclining seats, with the uh, the wider screens, with mm-hmm. the, you know, 3D and the you know, sound and the food and all that. They're just trying to keep them going because just think about how many have closed down in the, you know, the last 10, 15 years. God. Yeah. yeah. I just actually bought Jay and Silent Bob's new movie like before it comes out like I have access to it mm-hmm. and it's amazing that we're now getting to that point where it's like it's going to be in the theater and it'll be in your living room the same day you, yeah. I, I don't understand why they don't do premium plus like name it something like that where okay the Star Wars movie is in the theater but if you don't want to go out pay 30 bucks to see it Right. But if they if they had launched Disney Plus with if you sign up a week early you get to see Star Wars first it would have been it would have blown their servers to like the moon right, right. yeah without yeah. a doubt and the Mandalorian's great but yeah if we had if they had said okay if you sign up today you get to see the, you know Skywalker in your house it would have been like or even fr- even free tickets to go see it you know like we'll yeah. give you two free tickets to go see it at a theater of your choice. But going yeah. off what you said, Matt, I wonder how that would affect people actually going to the movies. 
at that point. I don't think they would go. Like you said, I have the most comfortable seat in the house right here. I have a surround sound that would deafen you. You know, it's, uh, why would I go out? I hate going to the big, that's why I haven't gone yet because the, uh, I don't like being in the big crowd. I want it to be a little bit quiet because I actually want to hear the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they want to charge you for, you know, give you the $10 soda. Right. <laughs> On the other hand, that was pretty fucking cool what I saw where you can get a popcorn holder and a drink. It's it's R2-D2. Did you see that? Yeah, it was $50. Jesus really? Christ. Holy shit. <laughs> I saw that. The one guy, was he said it was in New York, and he's like, yeah, they were $50 if you wanted that. And you go, $50 for a soda and popcorn. <laughs> and there'll be some jack wagon that'll pay for it. Like, I was watching uh, some KISS footage from in Japan, and I'm looking at all these people that are paying in for the front row. This went on the Freedom to Rock tour. We were front row, and we could literally reach over and touch the stage. There was room enough yep. for a person to walk, but we could touch the stage. And now you're yep. like, a, you could fucking drive a semi truck through there. I don't, yeah. I don't think that's yeah. front row anymore. <laughs> I don't right. care what they're charging you. Very true. 